Business Class is brought to you by the Tourism Academy, harnessing the power of science, business psychology, and adult education to advance the tourism industry and build sustainable economies. Learn how to engage your community, win over stakeholders, and get more visitors at tourismacademy.org. Providing you with the tools, knowledge, skills, and power to advance your career, grow your business, and build a better future for your community. We are the Tourism Academy. Welcome to Business Class. On this week's episode of Business Class from the Tourism Academy, Steve Ekstrom sits down to interview Florence Lee from Songsam Hotels, Resorts, and Tours. Florence discusses how her father founded the Songsam Hotel chain. She talks about the unique guest experiences at her properties, and she shares great advice about compassion. Let's get to the show. Here's your host, Steve Ekstrom. 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 Hi, everyone. Steve Ekstrom here, host of Business Class and Tourism Academy podcast, where I get to talk to people who are not only making a living working in the tourism industry, but are also making a difference to their communities and doing so in a sustainable way. Today's guest is no different. Florence Lee from Sansom Hotels, Resorts, and Tours is my guest today on the podcast. Welcome to Business Class. Thank you so much, Stefan. It's lovely to meet you here. My name is Florence Lee. I represent uh, Songzan Hotels, Resorts, and Tours. Now, tell for the audience that hasn't heard much about your organization, would you mind explaining to them what it is that you do and where your organization is located? Yeah, of course. So uh, basically, we are a boutique luxury hotel chain based in Tibet and Yunnan provinces of China. So we've been running for 20 years and we strive um, our best to support the sustainable development of each like remote destinations in Yunnan and Tibet. What do you find most rewarding about the work that you do? The most rewarding thing is that, um, um, you know, uh, we have a mission statement for our Songzhan uh, uh, group. It's like um, the way how you uh, get happiness is to give happiness to others. So this is our uh, belief. Uh, we believe in like um, uh, um, do things to make others to become better. And uh, uh, we have been doing this for over 20 years. Right now, we have around uh, 800 employees and 92% of them are from like really remote uh, villages in Tibet and Yunnan. So uh, we really happy. We are really happy to see that, you know, our work or our business model really changed their life and also um, like made a lot of contribution to those remote destinations. What do you find most challenging working in remote destinations? Uh, training is uh, one of the most uh, challenging thing in remote destinations uh, because uh, normally um, like uh, villagers in those remote villages, they are not like super highly educated. So um, they haven't you know, really, you know, um, get the understanding about the outside world even um, several years ago. So after we develop like uh, properties in those places, we conduct trainings to them. So basically we have to, you know, start everything from scratch, um, you know, really basic things like how to like uh, do housekeeping, how to do like um, HACCP standard in like 
food and beverage or kitchen, those kind of things uh, is quite crucial. And you've been with the organization for quite some time, and I know you have a personal history or family yeah. history with the organization. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so actually my father, um, his name is Baima Dorji. He is the founder and uh, chairman of this hotel group. He is Tibetan. He used to be a um, documentary filmmaker and he really has a lot of passion about his culture and his hometown, which is the reason why he developed this hotel chain as a platform to spread uh, uh, Tibetan culture and you know the beauty of our hometown. Mm -hmm. How many... How many visitors do you end up serving a year, a typical um, year? Typical year, um, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, but usually we have around uh, 70 to um, 90% of occupancy in this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what's something really special that you've been able to do over the last year and a half um, that you may not have foreseen beforehand? Oh, I would say um, because of COVID now, like in travel, uh, wellness um, program really become really trendy. And uh, we got a lot of inspiration uh, and designed many new um, wellness related programs um, because the, the setting of uh, all of our properties in like uh, um, Tibet and Yunnan are really remote. And also uh, the essence of the Tibetan philosophy is about, um, about, about Buddhism, about meditation, about, you know, holistic living style. So we actually find a way to combine everything and uh, launched a really um, immersive uh, itinerary uh, for the coming new international guests. That sounds pretty exciting. Sounds like something I would want to do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so tell me how you got your start mm -hmm. in the tourism industry. Yeah, so I, I kind of, you know, grew up in this, in this um, industry um, 20 years ago. Actually, my father, he converted our uh, ancestor house into our first um, boutique hotel, so I grew up in that hotel. I saw like uh, we cater to different guests from all over the world. And later on, I went to uh, Switzerland and I did hotel management. So it's more like a savoir-faire, you know, um, progress for me. So I kind of really like it. And um, because, you know, um, what we do can really benefit for others. And uh, I'm, I'm a Buddhist, I believe in altruism, I believe in, you know, uh, create um, positive energy uh, in, in this world. So which is uh, the reason. Mm -hmm. And in creating that positive energy, share with me an example or tell me about a time when someone surprised you uh -huh. with uh, an act of kindness. Um, well, I would say uh, I still remember um, we have a uh, woman hotel manager in Songzan Lodge Tachun. So uh, that is a property with only 20 rooms, around 20 employees. 
Uh, we've been running that property for over 10 years. And right now, all of the like staffs are from local village. So there was one time I went back and I had chat with the uh, hotel manager. She is from the, lo the local village. So uh, I was asking her if she's feeling happy. Her, her name is Gu Li Ying. So she told me that um, uh, she feels so blessed because she can, you know, really get this opportunity to work with us because uh, if we don't have a hotel property in that village, maybe she needs to go to really, you know, um, big cities, which is away from, from her home. And then she wouldn't get the chance to uh, take care of her grand, uh, her parents and also her kids. So she feels really happy about it. Yeah. So this is one of the, you know, a very touching moment, uh, like in my career that I feel like whatever we do is really worth it. And I see you guys are also presenting sponsors at Asia Week. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what does that mean to you? Um, well, um, my father, he is an antique collector. So actually, we have uh, some of his private collections in the public area of each, uh, each of the remote like, uh, uh, properties. And when guests stay with us, they feel like it's, they stay in the museum. So um, Himalayan art... Uh, is a form of communication, I would say. And especially in you know today's world, there are like miscommunication and misunderstanding and you know wars uh, across so many countries. And art is simply a form that you know we can uh, reconnect uh, via the beauty of it. So Asia Week New York is a perfect you know platform. Um, it's a combination of, you know, um, Japanese art, Chinese art, Himalayan art. Uh, so this is a kind of way that I believe uh, how we communicate with others and to understand more about each other's, to, um, you know, avoid a future misunderstanding and future miscommunication. What's something that guests might experience at your properties that they wouldn't get to experience perhaps somewhere else? Um, because, you know, T Tibet is also a very, you know, mystic land. And um, the way how we designed the whole itinerary is that we set up certain moments uh, in their, into their activities that they would feel that there is something higher, something spiritual. Uh, beyond our normal lives. And be, plus, um, some of our like immersive activities like handicraft things, uh, they would totally, you know, really, um, you know, lost themselves into those activities and find life can be, you know, um, manifested in so many different forms. It's not only one life form. There are like multi forms of life. Uh, can can be fined in this in this in this planet. Quick break to tell you about Group Travel Odyssey. Tour operators, do you ever lack quality service and support from your IT provider? Are you tired of entering the same system information over and over? Well, now is your chance to be part of the GTO community. Group Travel Odyssey is software and service that helps you effortlessly manage your group travel marketing, sales, operations, suppliers, and accounting. Visit grouptravelodyssey.com to request a demo so you can personally experience our flexible software and service. Group Travel Odyssey, business without boundaries. 
Now back to business class with Steve Ekstrom. What's something you would like to see differently in the tourism industry over the next coming years? Um, still, I would say like wellness program would be would becoming more and more trendy um, because um, most of our like uh, uh, agencies, our like uh, uh, virtual agencies or travel agencies, they uh, receive more inquiries about wellness related program or like uh, exotic remote destinations. I, I foresee that this is going to be the future trend in this whole travel industry. Where do you go to feel wellness? Uh, I, I go back to uh, Shangri-La, my hometown, to feel wellness. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how does it feel for you to be in your hometown? I feel very relaxed because, you know, uh, Shangri-La is in uh, Yunnan. It's a very uh, natural place. Everything is very laid back. You see mountains, lakes, grasslands everywhere, very kind, like local people. So you feel very relaxed, not um, tense at all. Mm -hmm. Taking a little note. Um, So some of the things that people travel for are the physical views, mm -hmm. the wellness and that internal um, happiness and fulfillment, mm -hmm. uh, to experience different culture. Yep. And part of that culture is food. Mm -hmm. And I know um, one of the things that I've learned through doing this podcast is that a lot of people have misunderstanding or mis misguided impressions about what the food might be like mm -hmm. when they're traveling or what a dining experience might be like, especially when they're visiting remote destinations. Um, mm -hmm. What would visitors expect from dining? Yeah. With you. So, so dining wise for Songzan, we generally have three options. We have Yunnan cuisine, we have Tibetan cuisine, and we have uh, Western cuisine. So uh, Yunnan cuisine is a bit spicy. It's like Chinese food. And also we have a lot of local specialities in the whole region. Um, some of the seasons like uh, rainy season uh, in June and July, you can find more than 20 kinds of mushrooms that are edible. And uh, also uh, there, there are like uh, fruit like cactus fruit, a kind of uh, yellow fruit like which is like orange you can find so many you know uh, local specialities and second one is tibetan food so tibetan food is more like uh, lamb yak meat those kind of you know heavy non-veg and uh, it's always good for you to try it out um, even though maybe it's too heavy to for 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 some you know uh, city travelers and the third one would be Western cuisine. So we have pretty decent quality of Western cuisine because we have uh, sometimes Michelin star chef from Switzerland or Singapore to come to give trainings to our local chefs. So we do have pretty decent quality. Typically, um, if the guests travel with us, it's going to take uh, five days at least. So um, they always want to, you know, 
keep change their menu uh, day by day because if they keep having the same, you know, Vietnam food or Tibetan food every day, it's gonna be too much. Mm -hmm. We're getting to the destinations. Now, I know that that's always a concern, especially remote destinations. Yeah. How do visitors find you and how do they get to you? Okay. Uh, so, um, as I mentioned, uh, we are a hotel group and also we are a tour operator. So we all operate all-inclusive uh, travel packages in this whole region. So once our guests landed, we take care of everything, including transportation. Uh, we are in alliance of Land Rover. We have a fleet of Land Rovers and also food and beverage accommodation, including activities. And we do curated activities according to the uh, guests' preference. And there are whole options in the whole region they can choose, be it like um, cultural related activities like black pottery making or um, Tibetan pre-flag making. And also we have sports activities like uh, water rafting, rock climbing, hiking. And also, if the guest is interested in art, we can also design like special tanka painting classes with a local art master uh, or like um, uh, monastery visiting, a local village visiting, um, or all kinds of things. Yeah. You mentioned already that you're a partner with Virtuoso and yeah. Traveler Made. Mm -hmm. If folks want to learn more about your product, where would you advise that they go? Um, so actually, uh, since this year, since January, we became a uh, Pacific Asian supplier for Virtuoso. And uh, ever since two years, two years back, we became um, supplier for Traveler Made. So uh, for like international market, we have two major products. One is called Songzan uh, Yunnan um, Tibet Route. So uh, that is a kind of expedition which will take 12 days. So it's a very full journey from Lijiang city all the way to Shangri-La region uh, and then Eastern Tibet region and then desti uh, final destination is in Lhasa. So uh, the whole route uh, is very famous. Uh, the original name is called uh, Ancient Tea Horse Road, which is a part of the Asian Silk Road. So this is, um, you know, um, one thing that I would recommend for uh, the guests to try it out. Yeah. The second second product is called uh, uh, Shangri-La Circuit. So um, it's a circuit in Greater Shangri-La region in Yunnan, uh, and uh, it's gonna take seven days. So um, it's quite different from the expedition before, but still a kind of, you know, um, discover in the greater Shangri-La region, yeah. And personally, do you like to travel? I, I, I love traveling, yes. Mm -hmm. I, I travel a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I do too now. Um, where is, has been your favorite Trip. My favorite trip, I, I love traveling in Switzerland um, because Switzerland is very natural. Uh, there are mountains, lakes are extremely beautiful. 
and very organized, very tidy and neat and clean. So if I really get stressed out in um, New York, because right now I'm based in New York, I would find time to travel back to Switzerland to, you know, to find myself a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, one more thing, I think. You are commonly featured as a speaker at conferences and meetings and events. Um, what do you like to speak about? I would like to speak about the beauty of my hometown and also how kindness, you know, local people are in those places. Yes. And I already asked you if folks want to learn more, but do you want to mention your website? My website? Mm -hmm. So we have an official website. It's www.somzan.com. S-O-N-G-T-S-A-M. Somzan, yeah. Okay. And would you like a, com a card about compassion, gratitude, or connection? Compassion. Okay. So for compassion, pick a number one to 10. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. When is it most challenging for you to be mm -hmm. compassionate? Well, I would say if you have to develop a compassion towards your enemy, that's the most challenging thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's my answer. And would you have any advice for others that find that challenging? Based well, on your experience? Uh, yeah, so there is a kind of meditation technique. Uh, like you have to generate your uh, chitta within yourself. And then during that meditation, you generate this kindness or compassion, uh, not only to the loved ones, but also to, the, uh, to your enemies. Because every sentient being, you know, are suffering. So you know the root cause of it and you try to, you try to really, you know, transfer, transform yourself from within and to understand the whole situation and then become a really compassionate per person. Well, I truly appreciate having had the opportunity to talk with you today. And uh, for folks that are looking to learn more, again, you're a virtuoso, a traveler made partner, um, ask your travel agent, ask your travel advisor for more information. You've got some great packages available. And I look forward to talking with you again in the future. Thank you so much, Stefan. It was lovely talking to you. Take a course, train your people, teach what you love, promote your products. Donate today at tourismacademy.org, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. The Business Class Podcast is produced by Stephen Gross and powered by Group Travel Odyssey. Group Travel Odyssey consolidates human resources, marketing, sales, tour operations, tour accounting, supplier management, and on-the-road management in one convenient, easy-to-use package. Improve your team's efficiency with continuously updated supplier information and pricing right at your fingertips. Group Travel Odyssey. Business without boundaries.